You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Welcome to your weekly dose of grumpy middle-aged men getting worked up about things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show... So, Baz, I want to I recap on the two main things that you've pulled out to say why Chris Martin's a dick, right? One of them is he's got a really positive mindset, and the other one is that he cares for the environment. Valentine's Day, rather than being a day to celebrate love, it mostly serves to cause anxiety and sadness amongst people who, who can't get involved with it. I don't think you need a day to show your love to your wife. No. I gen- yeah, I don't, think, I don't think a day like I that I never show love to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a loveless sham, our marriage. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first ever edition of the Mildly Controversial Podcast. After 55 episodes of The Lock-In, we've decided to do something completely different and make this podcast where we sit down, have a few drinks and moan about stuff that doesn't really matter. As I say, it's completely different to The Lock-In, although if you are hearing us for the first time and you like it, check out the previous 55 episodes of Middle-Aged Men Drinking and Talking Shit. So the basic premise of this podcast is that Baz and I will come up with little things that piss us off more than they should, and we try and get a consensus between the two of us and agree that they are officially mildly controversial. Some weeks we'll have guests on to give us their mildly controversial opinions, and we may even get guest judges on to adjudicate if things get a bit spicy between me and Baz. So Baz, are you ready for this? I am. Go on then. Fat men piss me off. <laughs> I do need to explain. Yes, you should. Because I'm not fat shaming, right? The reason they piss me off is um, is because I'm jealous. That's nice. Bear with me on this one, Baz, right? I'm not talking about, like, the really fat ones. You know, the ones that are on, like, Channel 5 getting winched out of the house to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, they've got to knock a wall down. Or they have to wash themselves with a rag on a stick. Not, not those. <laughs> Not jealous of them. The ones I'm jealous of, right, is the ones that look normal from the back, but then they turn sideways and look like a capital D. Oh, is it like all bought? Do you know what? It's all, but I'm not jealous because they've got that belly. What I'm jealous of is just their shameless self-confidence. Let me explain, (laughs) okay? If you've got a great body and you wear tight T-shirts, you, like, feel amazing, Yeah. If you put on a bit of timber, a bit of middle-aged spread like myself, you've probably got about four T-shirts out of 400 um, that you're happy with yourself in. Yeah. Um, but if you go beyond this, there's a group of men that have got fucking massive beer bellies, and they are quite happy and quite confident to wear a polo shirt or a T-shirt that looks like fucking body pain, and it only covers about 80% of the belly. They do not give a shit. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I want to be there. I don't want to be in this middle ground where everything I put on and go, oh, you can see me belly a bit in that. Oh, yeah, you got your muffin tops. That. That's it. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I would love to have the the uh, self-confidence and the sheer couldn't give a fuck of the guys. Like I say, you know, like kind of like shaped like an 80s darts player. Just looks normal from behind, and then all of a sudden it turns sideways, and you think, "Whoa, where's that come from?" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's all beer. The only way you can get a body shape like that is all beer. Which, incidentally, is uh, is is why I'm on uh, prosecco tonight because um, 
I need to do something about it. Because like I said, I'm just getting a bit of bit of the old middle-aged spread despite doing regular exercise. Yeah. Um, and I've got so many shirts, so many T-shirts that I put on and just go, mm, yeah, it's all right while I'm stood up. Oh, but when I sit down, those buttons are going to gape. Mm, not for me. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you've got the guys there who have just got these massive bellies. And like I say, their top's not even covering all their belly. It might have done about 15 years ago, but it doesn't anymore. They're the kind of guys you could tell if, they, uh, if they're wearing a belt or not on their jeans. Do you know what? I don't think they know they're wearing a belt or not because they can't see it. I always find these, uh, I always find these, these they're, they're, let's call them guts. Their, their guts are generally <laughs> yes. quite solid as well. Yeah. It, it's just the, um, the sheer not giving a fuck. I yeah. want some of that. I've got so many really nice clothes that I'm probably only about two or three pounds too big in my mind. There's a, there's a really good way to get yourself around that is to uh, get yourself a thousand pound made to measure suit and you'll never, ever, ever get beyond the size that you could wear that suit. <laughs> oh, but Baz, I love food and I yes. love booze. So I'm in the, see, I'm stuck in this, I'm stuck in this bit where clearly I am a fitness professional by trade. So I know how to get a six pack. I know how. To, to lose half a stone in two weeks. Yeah. I could do it, and I could do it in a healthy way. And it's quicker than I would advise, but I could do it without starving myself. But I don't care enough. Do you know what I mean? I don't care enough to do it. And it's just... It, if I felt like I do when I try on something... You know, if I'm going out and I think, right, I'll try on... Oh, that's a nice shirt. I'll put that on. If I felt like I do in the 30 seconds of having that shirt on permanently, I'd do something about it straight away. But if you get your bobs out as much as I do in videos, then you soon like start to get a bit more self-conscious about it. I don't think anybody wants to see me with my shirt off on TikTok, mate. Oh, I'm so, I think you'd be surprised, Mike. <laughs> I, I can guarantee if I started putting uh, videos of my top off, there would definitely be zero comments saying OF question mark. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder as well as whether you'd get your body confidence from just getting it out all the time. Mm, no, <laughs> mate, because it, do you know what? I, 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 um, if I wear the right stuff, I, I look decent. Yeah, yeah? yeah. In, in my head, and I'm my worst critic. So I've met you. I, I, I look decent in the right stuff. Mate, naked, I look like I'm trapped in a skin colored sleeping bag. It's not a pretty sight. I've seen you in your pants. We've let's not let's not forget this. Well, oh, this is this is getting, this is getting a little bit uh, more homoerotic than I expected, Buzz. Well, you might not have expected. I certainly did. You're not ticking, are you, Buzz? Well, I just tried to chum like, on. Uh, we got a lazy lob round that way, but yes. No, I I agree with you. I think there's. Uh, so I tend to find that these uh, the, the the guys we're talking about are like ex rugby players. You know, they've kind of always drunk, but when they uh, when they stop playing as often, everything starts to get a bit larger. But yeah, they, they, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're not bothered by it, and they just carry on with it. Nope, they don't give a shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was they. <laughs> well, if you carry on, you could. Yeah, well, look, I mean, I could quite easily get the belly. I'm just not sure I'd be able to give the, have the uh, the blessing of the not giving a shit. Right, well, this is our next project then. <laughs> Which one, <laughs> me getting a massive belly or not giving a shit? Well, let's go for both. <laughs> <laughs> not sure the wife's happy with that, to be fair. 
Right, I'm coming in with something now. Okay. And it's quite current because obviously they've uh, just played a series of gigs. I'm going to come straight out and say Coldplay is shit. See, Mm, yeah, (laughs) see, I'm not sure that's mildly controversial, to be honest. (laughs) Well, Um, well, judging by their their recent gigs, and and I've seen a lot of the videos there, uh, and it will come on to something about that later. They they put on a really good show. I'm not going to deny that, but I just can't get around the fact that uh, Chris Martin is a bit of a knob. Mm. Well, see, you know, it's it's one of those things. It it's a really weird thing in that um, you know they they hold gigs with like 150 quid tickets yeah. minimum price, right? And they sell out in a, about four seconds. But also, you do get loads of people saying Coldplay are shit. Yeah. Um, my my view on it is that. Um, Coldplay have written some bangers uh, and some meh. Yeah. Um, it, I don't have a strong feeling about um, uh, about them being shit. Um, but yeah, it it is quite a, a, quite a widely held, um, not a mildly held, a widely held wildly opinion. Yes, it's not a mildly held opinion. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I I do get it, but I I do. No, see, I wouldn't say they were shit. It, it look, it, it's not. It, it, some... It's a personal opinion at the end of the day, isn't it? Of course, you, it is, and that's, and that's what all of these are about. That's what our whole <laughs> podcast is about. It's about us having opinions. Um, but look, I mean, I wouldn't say they were shit. It, it's not my kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever sit down and go right. I'm going to listen to music. Right, I'll listen to some Coldplay. No. Um, no. Uh, but some of their stuff, some of their stuff's decent. And I don't, look, I don't even get the Chris Martin things. I know a lot of people, um, including yourself. And, uh, you know, I do value value your opinion there, Bells. Thanks. Um, but, yeah, but loads of people say uh, that Chris Martin's a dick and they don't like him. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, so, so here we go, Bats, right? Um, I, I'm going uh, to cross-examine you. Go on. Um, what is it about Chris Martin that makes you think he's a dick? So, yeah, it, basically, I think... In the beginning, when he first started doing things, where he had stuff written on his arm, it was all like positive messages about the world. It was a little bit too much, a bit like Bono. Like, you know, I want <laughs> to save you just, the world. Don't you just hate these fucking positive people, Bass? <laughs> but I it can't wasn't stand it. You know, you, you know, you know, people who just got a really positive outlook on life. Fucking hate them. <laughs> it was more. It was more the fact that they were just sort of like really popular opinions that he was spouting out. And it always felt a bit like he'd gone. Oh, what 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 are people like liking this week? Let's let's have a go at that one. And also, he called his daughter Apple. Look, you know, I don't care if he's named it after the phone or the fruit. That's a fucking <laughs> stupid name. Do you know what I mean? Look, it's true. I, I I love an iPhone. Don't get me wrong, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not going to call your firstborn child by your phone, are you? No, um, unless you call it Sam Samsung. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. I'm not. You might get away with that with Malaysian heritage, but not uh, (laughs) not me. (laughs) I'm. I'm always wanting to say that, like you know, I dislike it when people say X people are shit, but uh, because you know it is just a personal opinion. But the point is, with him, it's like he's a little bit too much, and he he's a little bit. Right, let's all save the whales. Uh, yeah, well, we should all do stuff. <laughs> we should all do stuff like that. Like we don't need to be told to do it. So, Baz, I want to. I want to recap on the two main things that you've pulled out to say why Chris Martin's a dick. Right, one of them is 
he's got a really positive mindset. <laughs> and the other one is that he cares for the environment. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting to look a bit like a twat, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on a, on a podcast at this moment, Chris Martin's sitting down and going, oh, do you know that Baz Wright? He's a prick, isn't he? He's so miserable. Oh, that'd be lovely. All I'm trying to do is spread a bit of positivity and save the fucking planet, and he can't stand it. I reckon we should move on from Chris Martin. I just feel like I might be wrong on this one. Right, Baz. Uh, my next statement is, um, air fryers are not the saviour of the world, so can we stop writing hundreds of dreadful clickbait news articles about them? So it's a small <laughs> fan oven for fuck's sake. Well, here's, here's the thing. So not this is this is timed perfectly, and I haven't saved it, but I listened to it today. There's actually a whole song that I found on the internet. I was that was it today, which is about how air fly, fryers are brilliant compared to ovens and frying pans. It's a small <laughs> oven, Baz. yeah, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. There are benefits. I own a uh, an air fryer. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Way before they got cool, I might throw it away now. Yeah, um, you're a trendsetter. <laughs> but do you know what? I own an air fryer. There is a benefit. And at these in these times when um, utility bills are fucking sky high, it's much more efficient to cook in a uh, in an air fryer than it is in your oven. Oh, okay. The only reason for that is that an air fryer is a small fan oven. <laughs> That's the only reason. So I do have some evidence here, Baz. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Come on. I do have some evidence um, of what I'm talking about, right, in terms of these news stories. Right. The first one, but basically loads of news outlets on the internet are just uh, – there's, there's just story after story about air fryers because uh, it's a massive trend and loads of people are going out buying them and it's like there's a million different things like, what can you cook in an air fryer? What can't you cook in an air fryer? It's a fucking oven, all right? If you don't know what's cooking in an oven, no one's going to fucking help you. Anyway, so, right? This Daily Mail article is called... Hang on, health- uh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> you're, you're using a Daily Mail article on our podcast. <laughs> I've, I've got a Daily Mail article and a Birmingham, da- a Birmingham Evening Mail article. Oh, looking forward okay? to that one. Two different examples of the shit that is on the internet about these fucking air fryers, right? So, uh, the Daily Mail article is entitled, Are Healthy Air Fryers Hot Stuff? It's the gadget that promises to make fried dishes with a fraction of the fat. Claudia Connell. Yeah, who's, who is she? She's somebody who hawks clickbait at Daily Mail. Anyway, right? Remember the name, Claudia Connell. Gonna come and find you, Claudia Connell, for this shit. Right. A delicious fried chip, crispy on the outside, fluffy in the middle, and made using little or no oil, sounds like an impossible dream. <laughs> okay. It might have sounded like an impossible dream in the 1970s before oven chips came out. An impossible dream? Anyway, I'll, I'll carry on. But thanks to air fryers, and, and they explain in parentheses what an air fryer is. Like this. Count- Countertop machines that cook by rapidly circulating hot air. Like a fucking oven, but on the top of your counter. It's possible to mimic the effect of deep fried food with far fewer calories and a fraction of the fat. Okay. I'm liking the voice you're giving her as well. It's, it's good. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, um, uh, I, it's, it sounds very Daily Mail, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, 
Latest machines reduce the fat by as much as 80% with the effect that calories are almost halved. For example, a portion of homemade chips cooked in a deep fat fryer clocks up at 330 calories and 11 grams of fat. The same chips cooked in an air fryer with one tablespoon of oil come out at 170 calories and just three grams of fat. Who the fuck since 1983 has been frying chips in a deep fat fryer? Well, they're, they're the thing that like in the 80s, like you had to have a countertop on, right? Look, they are still available. People still, but, and you know, people are like on MasterChef when they deep fry tempura and all that kind of stuff. But the days of deep frying your whole fucking meal every day for you and your kids have long, long gone. But the Daily Mail seem to mean seem to think that air fryers are tremendous yeah. because um, you know the, the, we don't have a need to deep fry everything anymore. Thirty years after everybody realised that and started cooking stuff in the fucking oven. Better still, they don't make your kitchen smell like a chippy. What's wrong with a chippy? Yeah, two points, right? One, I'd love my kitchen to smell like a chippy. But secondly, my kitchen hasn't smelled like a chippy since 1986. (laughs) Here's a couple of things. So she does a chip test, right? Using frozen chips, I fill the generously deep compartment and don't add any oil because it's a fucking oven. As with all air fryers, frozen chips don't need oil, but homemade ones do, like in a fucking oven. Right, sausages. Here's one. So she does sausages. She says, as the basket is so large, I can comfortably fit six Lincolnshire sausages. I set the timer for 16 minutes, and while I don't I don't doubt they'll cook, will they go brown? Yes, they will. Because when you cook a sausage, it goes fucking brown. After turning halfway through, the answer is yes. They were sizzling. They were hot, sizzling, and evenly brown when I took them out. Like if you put them in a tray in the oven. Yeah. The last one, the last experiment she does is frozen scampi. In the second compartment, I had a bag of frozen deep, uh, frozen breaded scampi that after 12 minutes, with no added oil, emerge as perfect little balls of deliciousness because they're made to put in the fucking oven, you clown. <laughs> Right, anyway, that's Daily Mail dealt with. Yep, come on, Birmingham. Don't let us down. Birmingham Evening Mail. This, mate, this is the one. And I'm going to name check Rebecca Astill because she wrote this, right? Love and this. her her title is Reviews and Affiliates Writer. Okay. So basically, the Birmingham Evening Mail have come up with a bullshit story to throw loads of affiliate links in to make money, right? Not judging you. At all, because if Morphe Richards want us to start, uh, you know, want to sponsor this podcast on it like um, a shot, I, I'm going to start deep frying fucking everything again, like it's 1986. <laughs> so, just to be clear, uh, I'm not judging on that one. But right, the first line of this makes a good point: an air fryer saves around fifty percent of the energy costs compared to the electric oven. Um, but there are some foods to avoid. So here we go, Baz. Here are some foods you shouldn't cook in an air fryer. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first one she tried was toast. Yeah, because okay. uh, classically you don't do toast in an oven. Toast, right? It sort of works if you're short of a toaster, but it mainly just dries the bread out and blows crumbs everywhere. So the next one, hold on to your hat, Baz. You are wearing a hat, so hold on to it. Rice. <laughs> 
In case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, this investigative journalist from the Birmingham Evening Mail just checked if you can cook fucking rice in an air fryer. (sighs) Right. She says, this one's a bit obvious. Air frying relies on dry heating, as the machine cannot get hot enough to boil water. So any sort of grain that relies on boiling water just doesn't work. So now she's found out that stuff that relies on boiling water doesn't work. Do you know what the next thing she tried was? Uh, Can I have a guess? Yeah. Was it eggs? No, pasta. (laughs) Oh, God, okay. (laughs) It's even worse. Yes. Pasta has the same problem as rice. It relies on boiling water, and the concept of air fryer is dry. You can, however, add pasta into the air fryer once it's been fully cooked. Why? Fuck it. I'm always fully cooking stuff and then putting it in something to pretend it's cooked in something else. <laughs> Jesus. The last two, um, battered fish with wet batter. If you're using pre-bought battered fish, the air fryer is perfect for warming up because it's designed to cook in an oven. Yep. She didn't put that. I added that. <laughs> However, if you're battering the fish yourself, the wet batter will just slide off the fish before it crispens up. Like it would in a fucking oven. <laughs> Just can't believe these people are, are allowed to walk among us, Baz. At least we've got this one's name. She's called Rebecca Astill. Do you know what? I'm going to see if she'll come on. I'm going to contact her and see if she'll come on. We'll have a whole air fryer edition of the morning. I'm going to. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to see. If, I'm going to contact Rebecca Rebecca Astill of the Birmingham Evening Mail and see if she will come on to the uh, the mildly controversial podcast to uh, to answer uh, a few of our questions. Anyway, the final one is popcorn. Oh, interesting. Go on. You might think popcorn is a surefire winner in an air fryer, but it's a complete no-go. It actually became a bit of a craze on TikTok. Bloody TikTok, eh? <laughs> you do um, that. Yeah. Um, but what wasn't so publicized is there's a small fire risk. The problem is that the kernel's getting stuck in the heating system at the top when they pop, so it's best to steer clear of this one. So, again, people, if you were wondering whether to put uh, popcorn into what is essentially a small oven, don't. Yeah. And, again, just in case you're thinking about putting it in a massive fan oven, also don't. Don't. Because it'll pop and go fucking everywhere. <laughs> Do it in a pan with a lid on. Exactly. And give it a good old rattle. Anyway, sorry, Baz. I think I've... Um, <laughs> I think it went a little bit... Uh, I can see how passionate bit, you are about this. I did get a bit passionate in that one, didn't I? <laughs> so the, the takeaway from that, Baz, is that air fryers, I think, are very good. And particularly at the moment, I think all these people that are buying air fryers are going to notice a significant difference in their electricity bill. Although there's loads of articles at the moment saying how you can save money on your utility bills. And it's like, you know, if you do this, then you will save... £46 a year. Yes. Well, I could, but that's a quid a week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and much, you know, if you're listening, um, if you read one of these tips on how to save 46 quid a year, um, buy, uh, buy yourself a Starbucks once every fortnight instead of <laughs> once a week. That'll do it. Here's my take on the air fryers for the little I know about them. This all sounds like the 1980s when microwaves first, well, probably was before the 1980s, when microwaves first appeared. Yeah. And everyone was doing the same thing. 
oh, look what you can do in, in a microwave. And most of those didn't involve meat because obviously there's no, you know, that in those days there wasn't a browning effect. But you know the first thing I ever cooked in a microwave? What's that? A cup of water. <laughs> <laughs> Just to and I reckon, Yeah, and I reckon everybody who ever got a microwave back in those days put cold water in a mug and stuck it in a microwave for three minutes went, oh, look, <laughs> it's not water. Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gather round, kids. Watch this. And, and the other observation to make is that, like, so I, I watch Master Chef, and Master Chef is quite a purist. I've never seen a microwave on there, and I've never seen an air fryer. There you go. But there is a deep fat fryer on it. That's a, that's for a yes, different day. Of course, yeah. But do you know you talk about microwaves, and microwaves are making a comeback. It's really funny how we've um, in the last eighteen months, um, nuclear power, which was the the devil's dick yeah. uh, like 15 years ago all of a sudden is the answer to our prayers of course and, the sa- and the same with microwaves loads of people yeah. saying oh don't put it in the oven that costs a fortune to run put it in the microwave <laughs> because it takes two minutes it's like yeah because it's much shorter and you don't have to keep the oven over is it <laughs> I wondered why I had that in the corner there microwave chips are legit I'm not gonna lie do you know, absolutely. I yeah. agree with you on that one, Baz. But what, what I'm, uh, when we get Rebecca Astle yeah. um, on here from the Birmingham Evening Mail, I'm going to ask her to run a, uh, a run a story. Bearing in mind, lots of people are starting to use microwaves again. Yeah. I'm going to get her to run a story to say things that don't cook so well in the microwave. And I wanted to start with um, a pie in a metal tin, <laughs> an egg in its shell, do you know what I mean? A light bulb. How about rice without water and pasta without water <laughs> yeah. in the microwave? Don't work, does who, it? Who knows? Give it a go, Baz. The, the, the only way we could find out if rice or pasta without water would work in a microwave is to get an investigative journalist from the Birmingham Evening Mail to give it a go. Or, or someone on TikTok who's a complete arse. I'll have a go. <laughs> I, I was going to say, where would we find one? Maybe <laughs> two of those, Baz. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> I'm an air fryer virgin. <laughs> You've never fucked an air fryer. It's no. to your credit, Baz. Uh, what if you could? To be fair, you could do everything else. <laughs> well, it's not on the things that uh, Rebecca Astle tells you not to put in an air fryer, is it? But the mildly controversial podcast is sticking our neck out and suggesting it's not a good idea to put your knob in a in, in a, an air fryer. Okay, so yeah. uh, take that as the official line of this podcast. Valentine's Day, rather than being a day to celebrate love. It mostly serves to cause anxiety and sadness amongst people who, who can't get involved with it. Ooh, yeah, that's, big quite, one. That's, that's quite heavy. That's yeah. quite heavy. Well, it's, I, I think it's one of those days that's celebrated because Clinton cards and other, you know, other celebratory, like, you know, how would you describe Clinton cards? They're a card company, aren't they? They're, but they also <laughs> yes, no, no, no. that's why they're not called Clinton shoes. Yeah, but I'm, I'm thinking what's what's that whole business called? Because obviously they do they do things to that you know means of celebration and affectations of celebration. I think you should contact Clinton Cards and tell them to change their name to Clinton Affectations of Celebration. I'm on it right now. I'm just texting. But yeah, so I, it's, it's one of those things. Like I hear so many people. Like I've heard stories over the years where people have gone, oh. He didn't get me a card like for Valentine's Day, and it becomes the end of the world. Mm. And it's just kind of like what a load of shit. Because like, why? Well, you know, 
I I know your relationship with Emma, or you know, like I said, from what I know from you, I don't think you need a day to show your love to your wife. No, I gen- yeah, I don't think I don't think a day like I that never exist. show love to my wife. <laughs> 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 it's a loveless sham, our marriage. <laughs> But you know what I mean. But also, yes, it's like sort of those mean. days where if you're you are single, like it used to be the day where you got uh, uh, anonymous cards, but people don't send cards to people anymore. Yes, well, they certainly don't send anonymous ones because that's a bit creepy these days, isn't it? Well, but it used that, to it used to be like, oh, who sent me this? Yeah, and, yeah. And now and now it's a bit like, oh, who's hiding in the bushes? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it is a well, bit weird now, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it's pretty more like now on your phone. Whose dick is this? Is <laughs> uh, my thoughts right? Is that um, I agree that Valentine's Day is a fucking waste of time, right? But not because I care about the people who are sad because they haven't got anything, right? Because I don't. Um, it's more towards your uh, your other point, which is it's a day for blokes. Predominantly, look, I'm fuck it. I'm going to be sexist. Yeah, because I, yeah, no, right. I am a bloke. I'm allowed to. Um, so it's a day for blokes who. Never tell the wife they love them. Never buy them anything. And it's a day for them to feel okay by going and buying a tray of Ferrero Rocher and some flowers from the forecourt of a petrol station. Yeah, overly overly priced roses. Yeah. This next statement, Baz, may make me come across as a miserable old man. (laughs) But I'm definitely not one of those. Okay, but I'm always saying to Emma, I'm saying... Instead of going out on the 14th, let's go out on the 13th or the 15th. Same. And, and pay a third of the amount for our meal and drinks. I'd and rather do that than go out on the 14th with loads of other people that haven't been out for a year, sat there looking miserable in a restaurant. I'd rather go out on the 13th or the 15th. And do you know what? Just because I am a miserable old twat, um, I tell my wife I love her literally every day. Same. Not your wife. And it's, yeah, I was like, well, I don't mind that. I, I tell my wife I love her every day. And it's not a conscious decision. It's just something I say when I feel it. And I yeah. feel it every day, yeah? Because I'm lucky to be in, a, in, a, in an amazing relationship. And we still love each other after 20 years. And it's as good now as it ever was, okay? So I tell her every day that I love her, just in general conversation. I don't like make a point of saying I love you. I just say it because yeah. I say it all the time because I mean it. I have been known on the 14th of February to deliberately not say it for a day just because I'm a miserable twat. I'm going to say something to you now. I, I may have said maybe once before, I love you. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to send you a Valentine's card. <laughs> well, thank you, Baz. Um, no, it, it, it is. Um, yeah, it, it is. It is something that I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we've uh, and that's and that's why we do this shit together. So I think it's kind uh, of lost its thing though, because when I was when I was younger, it always used to be that thing where it was supposed to be the day that you would like you know confess your unrequited love for somebody, and that was the whole thing about St Valentine's. But now hmm. it's just become that horrible commercial thing, like you just said about having to buy overpriced everything on that day and yeah. things packaged with that awful grey bear with a red heart. I mean, who the fuck's that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that bear. I hate that bear. I don't even know who it is, but yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah it's, it's always irked me, so I thought today was the day to tell the world what I think about Valentine's Day. And it feels like a, a beautifully cathartic moment for you, Baz, and I'm glad to have uh, played a little part in that.
There you go. Okay. Um, this one, Baz, is um, mildly controversial because um, it's aimed at one person. Um, <laughs> and, it, and, and, it's, it, and it's a person that I've literally just said how much I love uh, and have a beautiful relationship with. Okay. All right. I don't need to guess this one. I've got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's it's aimed at one person, and frankly, she doesn't listen to me fucking podcast anyway, so she ain't gonna know I'm saying this. So, um, my next one is stop buying cushions and throws to pile on top of our fucking bed, because ninety nine percent of the time that room's either empty or in darkness. What's the fucking point? Why? Why? <laughs> it's a bizarre thing, isn't it? It's a really bizarre thing. And I'm, I'm not, I don't, once again, being slightly sexist, I don't think me, there's many men on the planet that would ever go to somewhere and buy loads of throws and cushions for the sofa, for the bed, for the snug. I just, I can't imagine that, you know, I'd love to see what the, uh, what the, the actual split was on how many men go in and buy stuff from, you know, the range, not the range, but, you know, those sort of places. Yeah. Well, um, Last time I did a stock take, Baz, um, there were four pillows on each side of our bed. So that's eight yeah. pillows in total on our bed. There were um, four cushions. No, sorry, five cushions. So two on each side and then one with love written on it in the middle. Um, and a throw and two duvets. Wow. Right? <laughs> I have to fucking dig my way into bed. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what? She said before, why have you thrown all that? Why have you just thrown them on the floor? It's like, the fuck am I going to, where else am I going to put them? There's nothing better, right? When you've had a, you've had a tiring day and you think, oh, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to bed. There's nothing better than just going to bed, climbing into bed and snuggling down and going to sleep, right? I don't need five minutes of fucking digging my way in to be able to get into bed. I don't need that. I don't want it. And like I say, the whole fact that, I mean, she's like, oh, but it looks nice, doesn't it? It's like, for who? We ain't got a fucking webcam on our bedroom. What? Who's looking at the bedroom? Because we're not in it during the day. And when we're in it, all we do, we go in and go, Whoosh. slide all the shit off the bed and climb in it and turn the light off. Well, so what? what is the point? All we've got on our bed are two cushions and a... Uh... Uh, I've got. <laughs> I've just had oh, a well, go. At... If, Baz, if you're going to tell me you've got a fucking grey bear with a heart on your bed, I'm going to lose it, my shit. I think it might be worse if I'm going to be honest. I've just I've just slagged off Valentine's Day, but a gift I bought for one of our anniversaries is a cushion which says, "Sitting on this sofa since our wedding date, Mr. and Mrs. Wright." Anyway, it's on our bed, so it doesn't quite work with the sofa. Oh, it, it, it's Mr. and Mrs. Wrong, then, isn't it? Because it's, yes. it's not on the sofa. I, I'm, uh, I'm finding out some things about myself tonight. <laughs> I, might, I might actually disagree with myself quite a bit. But, yes, so, but it used to be on the sofa, but it's now on the bed. So, but we also, have a, a, we also have a throw, a – how can I describe it? It's a, it's a thing called hand knitting. And I'm not having a go at my wife. She's very, our house looks lovely because she's done all these things. You basically knit without needles, but you use your hands to knit. So you end up with like, and you use yarn, which is probably about an inch thick, but it's still soft. And you knit with your hands rather than needles. And you end up with a blanket that is like you can make in like 30 seconds, which is like huge knitting. We've got one of those on there. Our bed consists of all these things. So making it involves 
peeling all these things off the end of the bed and then laying them down, then putting the two cushions on, then the, uh, the then the sofa one. It's quite a lot of faff. Can't be asked. Can't be asked. I don't understand it. It's like putting an obstacle course in your bedroom between you and your bed. Yeah. And when you go into your bedroom, you're desperate to get into bed. You don't need fucking crypt and factor assault course in between yeah. you and your bed. I've got a question for you then. So, like, this is, I've just done a bit of this. So, when I stay in a hotel and you get in a double bed when you're just under you, you peel back just the corner of the bit that you peel that bit in, get in, flip it over. And in the morning, you just peel that corner over and drop it down. Don't, yep. There's no brushing out and making it nice. There's nothing wrong with that, Baz. Yes. There's nothing wrong with just gaining access to the bed, sleeping, and then exiting the bed. Why do you even bother making a bed? I'm with you, Baz. It's absolutely just, with you. It's madness. I just, you know, and, and I make I make our bed for one reason, right? I know well, what two it is. reasons. The first reason is right. I'm always last to get out of it, <laughs> and the second reason is that the fucking wife wants me to. I I couldn't give a shit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And and your point before about the hotel bed, right? If I'm in a hotel bed, I'll curl, uh, I'll peel the corner down, I'll get in, I'll put it back, go to sleep. I'll peel, I'll peel the corner back, get out. I'll leave it like that so that when I get in, I don't need to do that first bit. Exactly. And if you also you get under hotel beds, if you notice they put it right up to the top, as high as you can, tuck it all underneath, then put the cushions on top. So when you have to, you then have to move all the cushions and the pillows to peel the fucking thing back to get into bed. And then you've got to have a that 20 minute fight to loosen the end where your feet go so you don't feel like you're actually in a like in a sarcophagus. See, that's the one, mate. That's the worst thing about hotel bedrooms, right? When you get into when you get into bed and you feel like you're you you're, you've been fucking mummified because you can't get your feet on. I mean, it's not a problem to you because your feet come halfway down the bed, but to someone who's a, an average adult height. Do you know what I mean? It's quite a tricky thing. But it's true, though. But I mean, why Why do they do that? Because you, you end up then having to kick your feet out, then you loosen the end of the bed, and the next night when you get back, they've actually tucked it all back in again because that's how hotel beds are made. They've only done that to piss you off. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> well, well, right. well, I can clearly see he doesn't like having his feet tucked in. Watch this. Stapling it shut. The issue I have is that my wife... Um, and I'm glad I said all that stuff about how much I love her before I just went into a fucking tirade of uh, abuse about her. But anyway, yeah, I do, I do love her, but I don't think there's many women in this world who insist. Um, I know I live in Ireland, but do you know what? We did go through a heat wave, didn't we? Yeah. Right, and it, you know when it was 34 in England, it was about 28 here. It's a lot. Still insisted on two duvets on our bed, and not just. Not, not, not just like, like the cushions that you get rid of. Slept under two duvets. Do you know what I mean this woman? Right, is she's Irish and was brought up in Newcastle, a town that is a city that is famous for people walking around with fuck all on in the winter. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how this woman is constantly cold, but twenty eight degrees. Right. So in the at night in that heat wave, it was probably twenty degrees overnight. Yeah, Two fucking duvets. Unbelievable. We seem to have hit on a, a thing we both agree on here, like beds. <laughs> are con- uh, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of politics in beds, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. don't do politics. <laughs> no, we don't. 
In which case, we need to stop talking about beds because politics is banned from this podcast, Baz. Cool. Right. So, look, Mike, I'm going to go on to a bit of food again because, like, food is one of those controversial things. Because let's 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 be clear here: the word taste probably is what forges most people's opinions. I think anchovies are an essential ingredient on a pizza. So, so my first um, experience of pizzas is twofold. So, one of them was in Italy when I was a kid, and we went there, and they. They would they would have a certain type of pizza, but mostly anchovies were on this place we used to go to. And like as a kid, I used to love food. They were always in, on every pizza, so you had to ask for them not to be on. Whereas these days, you have to ask for them to be on. And I don't like it when you order a pizza sometimes and you go right. Can I have because Liz doesn't like them, which is fine. So you can go to the place we used to go that doesn't exist anymore because it's shut down. Can we get anchovies and a half? It was perfect. These days, the place we use. Oh, we don't do anchovies, and I'm fucking livid because I just, I just—it's the saltiness, it's that little little notes of things that pop out in a pizza. Because there's lots of other mild stuff on a pizza, like on a general one. There's cheese and tomato, all mild stuff. I like a bit of zing in there, and like anchovies are that thing that just give that little bit of a kick. But this new place, no, we don't do anchovies. I'm like, what the fuck? Not even as an option. I'll pay fifty p <laughs> for them, you tight bastards. <laughs> You sound like the worst person trying to bribe someone into something. I'll give you 50p. Baz, I've got this vision of you. It, it's maybe in black and white, but in a um, in, in a pizza restaurant going, you've got no anchovies, have you not? Big wink. Hand in 50p. Let's see what you can sort out, son. You can imagine, wouldn't you? If you look at it going, what the fuck is your... Pro- what? There's nothing yeah, wrong with you, pal. There's still no anchovies, dickhead. <laughs> so yeah anchovies what, what's your thoughts on anchovies mike um my thoughts on anchovies baz is i've never eaten an anchovy in my life have you not no right. is that is that is it's it's um at 47 years old is that mildly controversial in itself that i've never had an anchovy but um i think you might have sold me on them so i'll tell you what you have sold me on you've sold me on having a go at anchovies on pizza there you go well, yeah. do you remember that time I got? I can't remember where we were where we had a we had a pizza and you had that uh, was it Italian sausage? It's got a particular yes, name. Do you? There you go. I think it's like that when you have that on a pizza. It's just got that little bit of something that stands out and like yeah, adds a little thing to a bite. We're getting very serious now. This is like, mm. it's not supposed to be that serious, but yeah, it's just one of those things that for me, like from being a kid, that was always a thing on a pizza, and now you can't get it, and I'm fucking livid. Right, give us give us one then, Mike. What you got? Okay. Um... People who say their age they're going to be need a slap. I'm 63 this year. Just tell me you're 62. I can do the fucking maths. I can add one on to that. Why, why are you telling me what, what, what age you're going to be in the future? Do you know what I mean? If someone asks me my age, I don't say, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to be 60 in 12 years. <laughs> I'm not fucking interested in how old you will be. Tell me how old you are. Do you know what I mean? And it's like things like that. And... and Oh, I'll be 50 in November. So you're 49 then. I can, yeah. I, I, again, I can do the fucking maths. I know how ages work. Do you know what I mean? But the worst one, Baz, the worst one is when they say, I'll be 50 next year and they're 48. Yeah, yes. When they're 48 and they say, I'll be 50 next year. Yeah, but you're only 48. No, I said next year. So, so, so in 2023, I'll be 50. Come on, dickhead. You're not even 49 yet. Why are you showing off that you're going to be 50? So I always answer my age or things like that by going, I was 55 on my last birthday. 
I don't need to add my last birthday, but, but I kind of do it to make it what, more what, what? Why are you saying that in your past tense, Baz? Well, yeah. Me, me, yes. me, no, listen, me and you need a chat on this, right? So, Baz, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've said, I'm 55 on my last birthday, I'm right? Nine, syllab- nine syllables. Yeah. Right? How old are you, Baz? I'm 55. There's four. I've saved you five syllables. Mate, you can, you can go even shorter. I could just have just said 55. <laughs> exactly right. 55, right? That's three syllables. We've saved you six syllables. And I'm not being funny, Baz. At your age, you need to be spending your time wisely, right? Because Do you know what I mean? Because it's running out. And, and do you know what? The time you've spent with those six syllables is time you could have been spending... Do you know what I mean? With your wife, with your daughter, with like doing nice things. Do you know what I mean? Stop wasting time saying, on my last birthday, I was 55. I mean, it's like, when someone asks you the time, do you say, the last time I checked my watch, it was it was, it was one o'clock. I can't disagree with you. I, I, I completely agree with you also about the thing. I think when people go, I'll be, uh, I'll be 50 next year, it's because basically they're unhappy about being 50 next year but so what they're saying is can you do can you guess me age can you guess me age that's what it is you know somebody goes i'm 50 next year is waiting look so 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 here is official mildly controversial podcast advice right if anybody says i'm 50 next year go right <laughs> don't fucking indulge them because what they want you to do is they want you to go really Surely not. (laughs) So don't indulge them. Just go, yeah, that's all you got to do. But but weirdly, I I get, I don't know about you, but I get asked my age like fairly regularly on on the things that I do on on, uh, in videos because like people always, I think because of the beard, people always just go, if he said 70, I'd probably believe him. Buzz, people only regularly ask you how old you are because they think that, uh, at your age, you might have to be fucking carbon dated <laughs> to to find out the actual age. I was actually going to come up with something quite positive, but I'm not now. I'm going to do a <laughs> Valentine's Day thing and go. You're quite right. <laughs> so, 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 sorry, Baz. Go on. Go on. You were no, saying no, it was. It was more the thing is it's like because people assume because I'm doing things which are a bit younger than my actual age that. Um, like yeah, with the, with the stuff I do on on videos and things like that, that uh, I, uh, that I'm pretending to be younger than I actually am. I get that shit a lot, but and it doesn't bother me. I quite like it, but I think the whole point is, I often, I quite often go, oh, I was 55 on my last birthday, and I'm I'm not going to do it anymore because I feel slightly guilty now. <laughs> do you know, do you know, Baz? I've never asked you this before, but when people look at your TikTok, did ever do, do people just kind of double take and go? Fucking hell, didn't know Uncle Albert was on TikTok. (laughs) Do you know what it is? It's generally men in their 50s and 60s that have a little pop at me going, act your age. And I'm like, I am. (laughs) I can't can't do anything else. (laughs) I'm 55. I can't go backwards. (laughs) Act me age. I do apologise. Were you expecting me to sit in the corner in a... uh... In, uh, in a, with a comfy blanket and slippers and piss myself. Yeah, I need to get a sponsorship from Farah. Okay, so we've run out of time on this week's episode. Um, that is it for the first ever Mildly Controversial podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We really enjoyed it. Baz, thanks for tonight. And, You're welcome, uh, thank you. There we go, that's it. The first one of uh, the Mildly Controversial podcast. Thanks for being here and we'll see you next week. See ya. Mike? 
Yeah. Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. They can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MildlyPod, or if they want to get hold of us, they can email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com, or they can go to the website, which is daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast.